y'all so much for tuning in to another fun episode of Black Girl Brunch. We are here. Uh, sorry we took last week off. Um, we were not feeling well. That's it. <laughs> I forgot. We the, oh my gosh. That was, everything is just like, it's just running together. I forgot it was last week that we didn't do the show. Well, know why you forgot? Because we did the book club. Oh, yes. That's why we did. What a good way to segue. Because we're not telling you how we're feeling. Um, but, <laughs> yeah. yeah um, we did the book club. It was great. Um, we read uh, Quinta's book, She Means Well. Um it was a it was a handful of us, um, a little a little itty bitty group, but that's you know, what made it great. To be honest, like, exactly itty bitty, you know, groups still pack a punch, um, and it was great. We got to talk about you know being black women and like just the book and how we related, even though we felt like you know you couldn't relate one hundred percent. There was still like a pieces of it that we could relate to. It just was a really great, like positive thing. Like it made me feel so warm inside. Like it made me feel like cinnamon. Same, same. Shout out to Justine and Faith who joined us. Like yes. I really feel like we have like some of the best supporters and the best thing about like all the people who listen to Black Girl Brunch is like they're cool. Like we like I'd be like, no, like we could really be friends in real life had we been introduced not through this show, like but like, you know, at work or something like that. So I love like learning about people. Like I just love hearing people. What's your story? What's your angle? Why did you relate to that? Why did you like that? And just like all us all agreeing that like Quinta is exceptional. So I just like that we all read this book about a black woman or this this, this collection of essays about uh, a black woman's like life. Um, by her, her like truth and just authenticity with like what was not working for her, what was working for her, and we all were able to like draw something different. And we're planning other like um book clubs. In addition to book clubs, we were talking about maybe discussing shows, and we will definitely share the next time we do this again. Like all of our book clubs and things like that mm-hmm. are exclusive to our Patreon members, and Patreon is pay as you wish. So if you'd like to join at the five dollar tier, ten dollar tier, twenty dollar tier, it's something for everybody because we know everybody's pockets are different, and we just don't want to be exclusive and like let some people get some things and some people get other things. It's just hey, pay what you wish, and here's the here's the content we all have access so looking forward to doing it again because like you said Sabrina, i felt very warm inside i felt productive and i understand why people do book club clubs now like i always felt like a book club just felt like another thing to do i'm not <laughs> even gonna hold you i always felt like that like even though we had book clubs at work a lot of the books are very like academic or like super like professional development related but then when you change the book and you change the conversation and the questions then it's just like ooh, this feels fun like this is exactly how i like to spend my free time mm-hmm. so yeah shout out to um everyone who's part of our patreon but especially justine and faith who joined us and got a chance to have like a super exclusive fun conversation with us Thank y'all. Kisses, hugs, kisses, hugs. Thank you for making me feel frosty. And speaking of frosty. (laughs) (laughs) So Faye 4 is Mm -hmm. our fourth favorite um, pastries. Wow, we are segueing it through the show. Like, this is amazing. (laughs) This is amazing. Um, Also, like... Obviously, like we've done the show for years, and sometimes we gonna do fade fours over again, but we grow, 
and um i have grown when it comes to pastries what do you know um and i need to ungrow um like there. <laughs> same i need to I actually need to... give it up completely so um here is my fave for pastries no particular order um so this is such a basic pastry but this is such a basic pastry and some people probably like i had that when i was three years old but i literally just had it for the first time this year i was gonna say please please take it easy on me mm -hmm. i stopped eating meat when i was 15 and i've just been weird with food ever since anyway <laughs> please cut me some grease a scone um i had a scone for the first time no, this year what no you didn't Yes, I have. Sabria, I got scones when we went to the Linvella Orchard. That was a scone? Yes. Well, that was my first time having a scone. Okay. <laughs> okay. I was like, hey. That was a scone. I, I didn't know what the hell that was. Okay, See? cool. So this was your first time having a memorable... So this is your <laughs> second time having a scone. <laughs> I thought that... I just was like, oh, this is good. Like, I didn't know what the hell... <laughs> See, yeah, it's again, vegan. It's sweet and vegan. Forgive me again. Like when you stop, when you set dietary restriction for yourself as a child, you get weird as an adult. I'm just going to let you know that. Like just the way you you become very weird. Yeah, um, that's true. And I'm very strange. Like it's a lot of stuff that you may say. Like oh, you hit us. It does not ring a bell for me. It's going. <laughs> Scones is one of them. <laughs> not. And also, like, if y'all ever see me be acting feral at, like, a vegan pastry place, it's because I'm excited because I never had. Like, sometimes I go crazy because I've never had some of these things. So I go feral. <laughs> but that's another. <laughs> so if you ever travel with me, just know that, okay? Because me, when I went to Denver, me, most of the money I spent was on pastries. Mm. okay so scones i had this scone from whole foods and so you know why i didn't think it was a scone because the one that i had at whole foods is blueberry okay so i was thinking that like the fact that it was chocolate chip i'm like oh that's like a cookie a muffin or something a muffin yes yeah so i'm gonna say so again me being weird i didn't know that you're supposed to eat a scone with um coffee um so my dad was looking at me strange when i just was raw dog and scone in the car um and i was like oh like i didn't know you're supposed to eat it with coffee um but i will say this is very weird and some people don't like it i like when pastries are like dry sometimes mm -hmm. and they like, like crumbly yes and they stick on a roof of your tongue like, like the roof biscuity. of your mouth yeah yes mm -hmm. i love that it's for some people they like that like flavor whatever i love it and this scone was like that like the flavor was very light it was like light blueberry i loved mm. it um it's at whole foods love also that. the reigning champion this probably was on my list before fritters when i see an apple fritter <laughs> i gotta get it apple when fritters I, are so good i had when i tell y'all i have to get it like I have to get it. Like the last time I had a fritter, I was like taking a drug test for my new job. Ran into Dottie's Donuts. I went in. They had this fritter was so um ginormous. Mm. It was so massive. I was like, 
I felt like the cashier who put that in my bag, I felt like they knew that I was a fritter freak. <laughs> I felt like they knew that. <laughs> because the fritter that I had was so, like, it was just, like, everything that I want. And it was huge, and it had huge apple hunks, y'all. Damn, not hunks. Apple, like, real, for real apples. <laughs> apple. Glistening on top of it, like... When I tell you this was like once in a lifetime type fritter, like it was so freaking good. And I'm so happy I waited to get home to eat. I didn't eat on a bus. I knew it was special. Well, first of all, I'm not eating on a bus anyway because I'm not raw dog in the air. But not <laughs> eating when I walked. I wasn't like, I was walking in the street. I was disciplined. I said, mm-mm, not this one. I'm eating this when I get home. Yeah, you so, wanted to take your time with it. I wanted to take my time. And that's another thing. I got an apple fritter from Voodoo Donuts when I was in Denver. It was good. Um, but I don't suggest you eating how I did. It was crazy. Um, another one. I haven't had this since I was a child. And I wanted so bad corn muffins. Mm, oh, my God. Especially when it's like real sticky at the top and cakey. Real cakey at the top. You it is really real yellow. It. It's real yellow. Yes, Iman, absolutely, get it. absolutely. You really get it. Yes. Literally, yep. you took the words right out of my mouth. Literally, mm-hmm. that's how I exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Like <laughs> that's. Oh my gosh! And then, like, not to be nasty, like you take the um the paper off and, and it's like a little it. crumbs. You like, mm-hmm. like yeah, it's just yeah. I love corn muffins and like I need to have some soon. Like they've been on my heart. <laughs> you um, said soon. <laughs> yes. Um, the last one is a Danish. A Danish is another thing that I go feral for. Um. <laughs> That when I see it, I have to get it. Like, if I ever order from Batters and Crumbs, best believe it's a Danish in that bag. Batters like, and Crumbs slaps. Their pastries selection is so unmatched. It's All so, the, it's so and good. It's, and it's overwhelming, too. But mm-hmm. let best believe, when my Batters and Crumbs, when I get Batters and Crumbs, I put them to work. I get a breakfast sandwich. I get a pastry that's like the special whatever. And... And I get the Danish. Like, I have to get the Danish because so good. I, when I first went vegan, like, I'm like, damn, I freaking love, like, cheese Danishes. Like, what the hell? But when I took, I love the puff pastry stuff, that flaky stuff. Mm-hmm. I love it so much. And that's, like, my favorite. It's not even, like, the filling that's my favorite part of Danish. It's, like, the flaky. Because, like, I'll eat around it. And then I'll save the, like, middle part for, like, later. Right. That's yeah, you right about being weird because that to me t- is crazy to bite around it and save it for later. <laughs> I told y'all when you <laughs> when you set your and my and you know my parents just let me be. Um, <laughs> no correcting me. <laughs> um, they just let me be. Yeah, um, like I, eating I, the Oreo, just the cookie, but like separating the cream to me that make me that make me mad. I'm be honest. You gonna be real mad when you hear this. My dad got birthday Oreos. Um, and I scraped the cream out of them. That's the best part. Like, I feel like I was opposite. As a kid, I ate the cream and didn't want the, ki- the cookies. I feel like that's the normal thing to do as a kid, to want the sweetest part. Mm-mm, not me. Um, but the fact that the birth, you know, the birthday Oreos, like, the f- the cream is, like, different. Like, sprinkles and stuff. I didn't want it. I had one <sighs> with the cream, and that was enough for me. <laughs> Come on. Yeah. 
And after I'm done, done recording this, I'm going to do it. I'm sorry. Y'all really can't stop me. <laughs> Child. I just, I can't. I'm sorry. I am very weird. I will say, please don't sit next to me at the table. <laughs> oh, my God. But, yeah, that's my four. All right. Well, you threw me the oop. Let's get into Danishes. Um, <laughs> Sweet potato Danish from um Crust Bakery. So, I just so happened to try this. So, it's like a traditional Danish. And instead of the cheese being in the middle, it's sweet potato. And then they have a nerve to toast some marshmallows, like a few mini marshmallows, and put them on top. Whoa! Baby, that... It tastes like apple pie. I mean, uh, sweet potato pie filling in the middle. <gasps> it was so good. Like, I'm a, I don't know if this is seasonal, but like, y'all really should never take this away. It's the best pastry. It's one of the best pastries they ever created. It's so, 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 so good. I'm a Danish girl, period. Like, I love cheese Danish, blueberry Danish, cherry Danish, apple Danish. Any type of, like you said, like flaky with fruit combo, I'm going to always want it. Um, next on my list is the chocolate frosted donuts from Whole Foods. Oh, yes, Iman. I feel like ever since you like cracked that open, like I've been having such a hard time um finding them. They only have them at the suburban Whole Foods. Mm. That's just it. They don't have them at the one in the city. Or like, yeah, they don't have them at any of the ones in the city. You gotta go to the outskirts. And, That's so to find corny. Them. And I'm so if you ever um see them out, can you just pick me up some? Please? Absolutely. Like recently, oh. I've been trying to avoid this section because I've been on like back on my like low sugar kick so it's been i've been really like not even going to the pastry section because i know if i see them donuts i'm not gonna control myself and then when i get them home i'm not gonna control myself so i really the last time i had them was like the october dinner um and i had got them in chocolate and vanilla but yo these chocolate frosted donuts at whole foods these vegan donuts oh my god they are to die for Everybody I let try them, whether they're vegan or not, becomes obsessed. And they're, I don't even like chocolate. Like, I don't like chocolate donuts at all. But yeah. I like those. But you know what it is? It's that it's a cake donut. It's yes. so hard to find a vegan cake donut. And that used to be my favorite kind of donut prior to becoming vegan. It's like, you know, like there's the regular donuts, like the ones you get from uh, Krispy Kreme or Dunkin' Donuts. And I just, I'm a donut freak. Let's start there. I'm a donut fanatic. I yeah, love you need to go to Hello Donuts. Donuts then. so much. Like I, I just, I really don't know how to control myself, so I gotta be very careful when I get them because I feel like for eating four donuts should be like the the norm. Like I don't want one. I want four. So it's like I, I try not to even get them home. But to answer your request, yes, I can pick them up for you um, when I see them. Because I didn't know that. I was like, what kind of hell do we live in? Like, <laughs> I just felt like so crazy because I was looking for the apple cider ones um, because uh, a friend of mine literally went on her way to text me and was like, they have apple cider donuts. That's another thing that's hard to find vegan mm. um, at Whole Foods. And I was like, oh my gosh. And I, every time I went, <laughs> excuse me, I would look for them and I didn't find them. Oh my Lord. I said, oh my lord, it's not that dramatic. Um, <laughs> it is. Also, um, apple turnovers. Uh, I really like them. And you know what? It's like this brand. I really can't think of it right now. It's either Marie Callender, Pepperidge Farm, something. But it's like, you know, you can get a pack of two frozen. Look on the back. They're vegan. Right? A lot of apple pies are vegan. A yes. lot of like Marie Callender and stuff. Like, it's just 
a lot of their pasta is vegan. And like you put those turnovers in the oven and they start bussing and the apple filling be, <laughs> oh Lord, it's just so good. Don't let me have a little scoop of like oat milk, vanilla ice cream with it. Sets me free every time. And like, they're not expensive. They, they're they under $5 for two turnovers and it's from in like the frozen food aisle. Another thing I had to stop doing, I got it two times and I was like, bad girl, stop. Stop yeah, getting them. Because you'll be introducing me to like stuff like that. And I'm like, because I didn't know about the Marie Calendar thing. And I'm just like, whoa, loaded. Because. <laughs> and you can get it hot. That's the thing. Get it yeah, hot, nice and hot. I didn't know that. Um, I just was like, wow. But yeah. And I love anything that's like apple, like with like cinnamon, like apple pie ish. Yes. I love it. That's Same. why I like fritters so much. Yes. I love fritters too. Because it's a donut. <laughs> And apple, like apple pie together. Oh, God. And then the glaze. Oh, like, wowie, zowie. Um, and finally, this is a wild card because I'm not a big fan of peanut butter, right? Mm-hmm. But um, I had this veg peanut butter fudge bar, okay? So it's like, a, no, I'm sorry. It's a peanut butter pumpkin fudge bar. Sounds crazy, right? I didn't order this at first because I'm like, ah, oh, peanut butter and pumpkin, two things I'm not a big fan of. Um, but my cousin ordered it when we went to veg and I tasted it and I was like, whoa, this is so good. Like, it's just so amazing. Um, I can't explain what I like about it the most. It's just like more like a mousse. It's just, you know, veg is super high quality. So everything just tastes so fresh. So then the second time I went to veg, I was like, I need to get this to myself. And it's just, it's just so, 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 so good. Um, a reminder (laughs) to try new things because sometimes you may not like, like something in one way, but you may like it in another way. Like if you don't like zucchini, you might like zucchini bread. You know, like yes, because I, I like love, both. Me too, me too. I do love both, but like it's just a good reminder to like, hmm, just try it. It might be good. It might be better than what you think. So yeah, the fade for pastries, right there, ready to go. All right, let's move on into toast for assists. So this week we're toasting to a super talented seven-year-old, Brooke Lauren. Okay. So Brooke is, like I said, seven years old, and she is a certified designer. So much so that she designed Tabitha Brown's um, dress that she wore to the Emmys. So if y'all seen Tab Brown, she had on like this super beautiful, super unique like tool, split in the middle, half pink, half orange, super vibrant, beautiful, unique. You'll never see anything like it. It was designed by the seven-year-old. It was so cute. Because when I saw that, I'm like, oh my God, that is so fun. I love it. Yes. And she does a lot with like tool, which I think is so unique and can be evolved in so many different ways. I love tool. Like I think it's so Me one too. Of them, it's so fun. It's so adorable. <laughs> and like she has a whole boutique. So check out her page, Brooke Lauren Children's Brand. I just think that it's amazing. And the fact that Tabitha Brown decided to like support this like seven-year-old entrepreneur, designer, visionary. I just said, I think it says a lot about her. It makes her even more lovable. Exactly. Like, wow. Because I was about to say, I'm just like an apple fritter, when I see somebody that makes something out of tool, I got to follow them. Because I follow um this um this woman, I forgot um her handle, but she uh, makes stuff out of tool. But is it crazy? Because like, same fabric but different like type of design. I would have never guessed that a child made that dress that she had on. It was so well made. Like but it you, was I loved it. 
I think that children have like this super vibrant imagination. So when I think about the colors and the funness. I'm like, oh my God, like the youthfulness is captured. But when you think about the fit and the flow and like how well it's made. Yeah, you're right. I would have never in a thousand years have been like a seven year old. So just I'm like, when you see this is like a visionary. I want to see how she grows. I just want to see how she grows. Yes, I can't wait. I'm so happy that she's able to express herself like that as well. And like she's being invested in. Seven years love old. It. I love it. Shout out to you, Brooke. All right, let's get into tea time. So SZA dropped the album, SOS. Um, So many thoughts. So many thoughts have been <laughs> shared. Um, What I'll say is that the album art I love from the beginning. Like, I really, yeah, really love that. Yeah, I really that. like that. Big fan of water. Yeah, and apparently she, like, it was inspired by this uh, photo of, like, Princess Diana. She was, like, on a diving board with, like, water surrounding her. SZA was saying that she loved how isolated um, Diana looked. So, sorry. Calling Princess Diana, Diana made me feel like, like, who, the, who do I think I am? Um, but, yeah, like, she liked how, like, isolated Princess Diana looked. And she, like, redid it in, like, her own, put her own spin on it. And I thought, like, as a fan of Princess Diana and everything she does, I'm like, wow, that's so cool. Like, SZA's cool. Like, can we just name that real quick before we say anything else? SZA is cool. She and, like, what, like she, I feel like people were like, let's see if this uh is better than control and what we need to be thinking about is that she is the moment because we're waiting to see what she's going to push out there right mm -hmm. like that in itself is just like she is the moment like back in the day when they used to be oh Diana Ross had her era Shaka Khan had her era Payla Bell had her era Gladys Knight had hers and now it's like whoa this is gonna be like who who they were for our parents like she owns a certain space and music for like mm -hmm. black women which is like it, she don't have to be control. Like, she don't have to be it just because she did that. Same with, like, Solange with a seat at the table. When you create something that, like, is that important to the culture, all, your only responsibility after that is to create what's important to you. Mm-hmm. With... Exactly. I'm sorry, you're going to... What, what was you about to say? Oh, no, I was agreeing with you. I was definitely agreeing with you. I feel like also, like... A lot of people, I mean, everybody gonna have a favorite album or not, but like, um, I feel like just expect something different always, like, you know, when it mm -hmm. comes to albums. And like, I didn't listen to the album, excuse me, sorry, I didn't get to um listen to the album in full because life was life in, but I watched the video for Nobody Understands Me. Mm -hmm. That's the name of the song, right? Um, I'm not, no. you know what, I've just been listening. Uh, without taking a look at the track. Yeah, list. I don't know why I asked because I do the same thing. But the only reason why I knew it is because I watched it on um and the fact that as soon as I was on YouTube like music, they was like, I know you want to listen to this. I'm like, how y'all know? <laughs> but um I watched the video for that. Um and I just was like, you know, like it was I feel like classic scissor. Um I when I saw the title, I felt like, oh, this is definitely something that would have hit, like, real deep for me when I was, like, in high school or, like, mm -hmm. when I was um freshman, sophomore um, in college. I'm like, this definitely would have been like, whoo. Like, I could definitely appreciate that <clears throat> she makes music for, like, stuff that I felt like I needed when I was, uh, like, a younger 
um and like a teenager i'm just like damn like i wish i had like a black girl who was saying these things when i was younger um and i wasn't listening to like <laughs> white men in their 30s being like yeah this slaps but um <laughs> but you know it's whatever but um yeah i the song was cool um it's just that you can um listen to stuff not relate to it and um uh, understand that it's still good without being like that sucks you know <laughs> so like I, I feel oh. like um at that point it's like i <clears throat> um i feel like i like again i haven't listened to it but i know the context of the album and i, I know i'm familiar with scissors music um so it's usually has like a it's like it's funny because like I feel like she probably is like future for like sensitive girls. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> Yeah. So it's like I know the concept, I know the vibe of the album and like I'm just not in that space right now personally. But again, that does not negate like, you know, her writing skills, the production, all that stuff like that. Like it definitely can all coexist as this is still good, you know? Yeah, I felt like when I agree with everything you just said, especially the future part, because I feel like nobody ever comments on future's growth. Nobody be like, he's still talking about that. Child, no, I do, but who am I? But no, I'm talking about like the masses. Yeah, no, you're right. that doesn't trend. Like, I feel like the people with some sense is just like, this grown ass man really still talking about this shit, huh? But like, right. from his core audience and from like the masses, it's just like, we just want to hear that from him. That's what we expect from you. That's what we want from you. I did, I did feel like some of the, the lyrics was a little bit childish. I'm not even going to hold you. And that's just my opinion on it. I felt like, especially like, I just killed my boyfriend. It's like, girl. <laughs> you know, like hearing things like that make me feel like, girl, what? You go to jail. I'm like, hey, it's violent. We should not be perpetuating. <laughs> like, but also, it's just like, that's really how you be feeling sometimes. Like, that's just how I be feeling. Like, when something, when somebody move on and they find somebody new, I, like, I no longer feel like that. I used to feel like that, like you said, when I was in high school. But I don't feel like that now. And I just feel like in some ways, like, SZA is like this. She's bursting with talent. Um, and I think, like, she's demonstrate. She don't need to demonstrate that no more. Like, she has a, a unique voice. She has an amazing pen. Like, she has a creative approach. She gives us unique, like, like just, she gives us unique images. Like, you know, just as far as how she herself appears, mm-hmm. um, how her videos are, the fonts. Her Crocs, like everything she gives us is like 100% like unseen, unheard of. But I felt like some of the trends and some of the themes that she was like kind of sharing on the album, I'm like, I don't, I didn't expect that from you. You know, I didn't think that that's who you were. That's where your mind was. So I don't want to say disappointed as much as I just was like, I didn't know that you cared about men like that, you know, to be feeling yeah. like you need to kill somebody because they moved on or like, I just, I don't want to be your girlfriend. I just want to be your person. And I'm just like, it, you know, it was given a bit childish, but also I was just like, let her be youthful. 
that's like on the other end. I was like, let her be youthful. Um, let her, this is her career. We don't all have to be like on board with how she feels. I think that like, that's been my thing, like accepting how people feel as their feelings. And when I can relate, relate, but when I can't, I can't like the album has some bops on it for sure, but I really could not relate to a lot of what she was saying. Yeah. And also, um, yeah, like the male, cause yeah, I don't, I don't, because, like, somebody made a joke and was, like, she spent every song except for one calling herself a loser. (laughs) And, like, I just, (laughs) like, me personally, I've, like, for the past few years, I have just been heavily into, like, female rap. And, like, that has been helping me, like, tremendously um just fight through life and that's like at the point in my like I've always listened to female rap don't get me wrong but I'm at the point in my life where I be needing like words of affirmation and stuff like that to fuel me and to be like to keep on I need to um what's the word like I need to ingest like you a bad bitch like you could do this like these you know this like even like i need that big like this sounds so corny but like i need the that big dog shit like i need to be like i'm the big dog like i need to listen to stuff like that i'm just at that point in my life because even like i've listened to sad songs and like self-deprecating stuff that like i listened to when i was like younger or even like a few years ago and it just don't ring the same hit the same even when times i'm like well i don't like to listen to sad music when i'm sad but like some of those things just don't like i don't feel that anymore and again it don't negate the fact that i it was like a favorite song of mine i just love it like I just like for instance, um, it's this song by Regina Spector and like um I feel I think Iman, you remember it. Um it's uh it's called Samson and she's like, I loved you first. And it's a very sad song and like I loved this song in high school. Like it was so heartbreaking listening to it. And I listened to it recently and I'm just like, I'm like, oh, this a bang I just like, oh, this a banger. Like mm-hmm. she really did that. Like it just the the heartbreak and all that stuff, it just didn't hit for me like that. Mm-hmm. Um, like that need to fight, like I have to fight to keep you, like, or um, like why don't you love me? Like that type of stuff. Like I don't really resonate relate. with that. Yeah, anymore. I don't relate to that no more. <laughs> and I'm so happy that I don't because like it's very um it's torturing like <laughs> you feel it you feel it and it's not a good feeling like you feel like oh my gosh I'm being tortured and like sometimes those thoughts like creep in my mind but I know that I can like you know just be like pushed through um but that's my story my journey and again it is not you know it doesn't mean that the music is not you know, good. Because sometimes you be having moments where you want to be dramatic. And you be like, yeah. like, you know, whatever. Um, But, uh, like, for instance, like, I mean, like I said, I feel like that, like, nobody gets me, nobody, like, that's very, that's something that I needed, like, you know, when me and my ex-boyfriend broke up, because I literally, that's exactly how I felt, and I was scared to move on, because I'm like, oh my gosh, like, you get my sense of humor, we can joke together. I'll never find this again. Yeah, and never find this again, like, we like the same movies, we both like this, we both had the same niche interests, we both love to thrift, we both disinter, blah, 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 and I'm just, like, running all these things off, and I'm like, nobody is ever going to you know 
match that and I'm like I understand it like I understand the song and it's like when you get older you realize that oh there are other people and there's like a mismatch people and then you find out stuff like I'll never forget um I remember even I'm gonna say this turns into something different but that's how we do it here on Black Girl Brunch yeah period. get with it or get go, lost go with baby it. Go, go there but I Iman told me I remember I was having a um hard time with move like move like I had moved on physically but like emotionally I didn't move on and I because sorry I remember I was gonna go on this date with this guy and I just thought he was just like so ugly and I didn't like his like interests and the more I didn't like his interests it just made me like sad because I'm like oh my god he's ugly and he's corny and <laughs> And I was talking about the stuff that I just liked it on my accent. Even I was like, you know, the good thing is that you found out what you don't like, or what you do like from this person and what you don't like. And like, I take that with me. Like, you know, anytime a relationship fails, because they do be failing um, <laughs> quite often. It's okay. But I take that and it's all right. We, you're going to, I'm going to get a win someday, but I take that with me that I'm like, okay, this ended, but I realize, oh, I like this about this person. And I get new things that I like because it's not like I'm collecting infinity stones, but it's like from every heartache, I really, I try to see something good in it. So I don't hold a bitterness and I'm like, I will be better next time. Cause that's what um, dating is supposed to be. Like every, exactly. every, like if you don't go into it, like I'm learning, I'm discovering, and this is also about me too, like, and what I like then you 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 miss a major lesson. I think that people always think that a success if it ends in like a ring or if it ends in a child or if it ends in forever. But it's like a success when you understand like what you what you what you got from it, what you learned about yourself. Like that's how you like define like a success. Like I remember like recently Tia Mowry was saying that like my marriage was a success because of like what we gained from it, not because of how long it lasted. And I think that when you start I again, I know this is so not fun, but like when you start thinking about things like that, like saying like I just killed my boyfriend. It's like what <laughs> Like we over here trying, like, I, like even like so when songs like Good Days, like it's like like the the what did she say? The something is in the present. Like she said some shit that was so philosophical that I was just like, oh, I think about that like every every day, and I'm about to find the lyric right now because we we definitely can't like let that go by. And I be having this thing that happens to me where I really just can't like remember things so i have to like look it up but anyway oh she says half of us laying waste to our youth is in the present half of us chasing fountains of youth and it's in the present that's like to me i thought like that that captured everything i was feeling about like just aging and like nostalgia like you ever look back on your life and you just be like bro like i missed that time and it's just like the only thing you could do now is cherish this time when you miss old times all you could do is cherish today exactly. so like her saying that was like oh that was just so like crazy and she released that you know a minute ago so i'm like okay cool like this album is going to be a reflection of that and you know people have range so i will never say that i hate anything that SZA produces because i'm be honest with you uh since i could put a, a platter of a dog poop in front of me and i'm like thank you you know because exactly. i really like I, like don't be confused like i feel like i have to be honest about how i feel but i will always root for her love her 
love her voice, love her sound, love what she does to pop culture. Who else is like her? Exactly. And I will never shit on her because she gave me she gave us 20 something when we was 20 something. Like And normal girl. And normal girl. Like, come on now. Clap for. Go Gina. Broken clocks. Come on, like it's just But twenty something when you were actually twenty something, that's you felt crazy. so understood. That's crazy because like in my I'm like in my generation, like I never felt like I would just get something like that. And I'm just like from a woman, like a black woman. I'm just like, oh my God, like I felt crazy. I'm like, oh yeah. <laughs> I'm like, this rocks. Like it, it really cool. rocked. That's the only way to like really say it. It rocked, you know? So Shout out to Sizzle sending nothing but love. SOS going on tour soon. See y'all the year. Um, let's let's move on to something a little bit more ominous, a little bit more spooky. So Britney Spears fans are suspecting that something is wrong because of her social media posts. Mm-hmm. They're um they just think it's odd that they actually haven't seen her in real time on social media. And that she hasn't been seen in public for a little bit. Um, and there are a bunch of, like, you know, conspiracies going around that she's secretly missing or unwell. And her new husband by the name of San Asgari is covering it up. And he's the one taking control of her social media account. So that's what that's what people think. They're saying that they haven't actually seen her. They want her to post live. Everything's a throwback. Um and it's just, she also briefly deactivated her Instagram and it's just been like quite a big question mark over what's going on. Yes. Um, and also I was saying earlier, this is like such a silly thing, but you know, when you watch a lot of true crime things, um, like for instance, the one thing is that they always say is uh, they relate to work. So and so is never late to work. So like just paying attention to like things like that when something like hopefully honestly she just well and just was like, I'm tired of y'all. Um, but for me, a thing that was like, huh, y'all know that like dumbass like AI generated art stuff that's going around. Um, that is something that Britney Spears would love. Mm love down and i just was surprised to see her not participate in it because she likes stuff like that mm. so i'm just like hmm like you know it's just like uh what uh what's going on here but like i said it wasn't like i said <laughs> but yeah like i said i hope that she's well and she's just somewhere just like chilling out she did say that she was going to be in new york um I think today, this week, um, and, uh, you know, some people are like, well, post pictures, like, because... This is scaring was, me. This is a, scaring me really it bad. It was weird because, um, the post that she posted, like, going to New York, it was, um, the beginning of the video, it was like, so there's this, this, um, it's like a photo shoot thing you can do in a jet, like a private jet. Mm-hmm. Like so a lot of quote unquote influencers do it. They look like you in a private jet, but you're not. So the beginning of the video looks like she's on one of those, like a staged private jet. Somebody said it looked like a green screen, but to me it looked like it just looked suspicious and fake. 
Um, and it still was a throwback, like the getting on the jet. Mm. That was a throwback. Um, and then her husband posted it, but he posted the clip. It was very fast because like I tried to send it to my cousin and like I almost couldn't send it to him because it went by so fast. The story. Mm. Then, um, for her birthday, it was a video, um, that her husband set up. She was going, they're supposed to go to dinner and, um, she was taking long and there was no cameras on her for the video and somebody was talking and it sounded like if somebody was to do a Britney Spears impression. Hmm. So you didn't see, and I'm just like, it's her birthday. Why would she not be in the video? And it was like, if the camera like panned to somebody it was like far, like it, it was far away and it panned to like, you saw, it was like quick and you saw like blonde hair, like, but, but it, the video was, you saw more of her husband in the video, but I'm like, it's her birthday. Like why is she not in the video? Mm-mm-mm. Then it was everybody you know right now, her and her sister is like beefing and rightfully so. Um, and on her birthday, she posted like, I had, like, I love my little sis, like, something, like, something, something, something. And everybody was in the comments was like, huh? Mm-hmm. They were like, what? Like, it was just weird because, like, everybody knows her and her sister are on the outs right now. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Jamie, because, like, Jamie Jamie Lee Spears, what, that's her name, right? Yeah. Because, I'm about to say, I'm getting confused with Jamie Lee Curtis, uh, <laughs> and I just... Again, scrambled eggs as a brain. Um, but yeah, Jamie Lee Spears was like part of like her like conservatorship and like just blocking her freedom and stuff. Yeah. So it was like, exactly. why would she then on her own birthday highlight this person that she has named as like a villain for all this time? Yeah, exactly. Sorry, I just read somebody um else. I mean, I'm not gonna say that loud. It's kind of problematic, but I it's, it's a it lot of different <laughs> but, theories that I'm reading. Like I, one with her, which is the worst outcome, and we just gonna pray that this isn't true. Like some yeah. people are saying that she's not alive because she hasn't been seen since her honeymoon in July, which feels really scary and crazy. That's why I said this is scaring me. Then another one was that like she actually doesn't have control over her social accounts, and that um. Like, whoever has control is trying to make her look wacky because she's still in an ongoing legal situation. And they're trying to, like, push her to go back into, like, that, you know, having her father have control. And like, I'm sorry, people are crazy. They do st- weird stuff like that. Um, But I just mm-hmm. feel like... It, I just don't understand why she just won't get on camera really quick just to prove it. Like, because she's so loyal to her fans. So it's just like yeah, weird. Yeah, and she's somebody that I feel like she's like, hey, guys. Like, she's like, because she's done stuff like that before. So, mm-hmm. yeah, the fact that she um hasn't gone live. And also, like, she's like, everybody know that she be doing, like, her little rants, like, in the long um paragraphs and stuff but there was one where she um was like mean and she's never like say she never really says anything mean um she was like talking about a sonic employee um and it was just like really mean that's like not her thing so that was just like also out of character then she posted this picture and i laughed at the caption she said why do i look exactly like jessica simpson also my face is so pale Okay. So I'm just like, um, yeah, it's just a lot of things. I was trying to find the Sonic one because, like, it was mean, but, like, I'm not, 
Yeah, why? Sorry, it was like I laughed a little bit, but oh, I think it's deleted now. But yeah, cause that just so wasn't her. It so wasn't her. Um, but some people, some people have days where they're just like, you know what? I hate you, Sonic employee. But, yeah, um, and I'm just like, also like that wasn't the meanest comment. Trust me, I've said crazier me- things. Uh, it wasn't, but for her though. But also, like it was her. it was like still kind of like immature, and also I feel like the thing that would make Britney snap would be a Sonic like order going wrong. <laughs> like it would be that because this is like she don't play about her frosties and stuff, you know. But I really do hope she's okay. Um, I don't want the. Uh, I just I feel like come on, it's 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 a lot going on. We just can't take this. Um, another thing I was thinking is just like, you know, it's very unfortunate that she, you know, recently had a miscarriage. Like if she is trying to get pregnant again or maybe in the process of getting pregnant again, sometimes women like to lay low, especially somebody like Britney Spears, because there'll be a circus. There'll be a media circus. Is that because the last out. time, because you know how it was back in the day when she was pregnant. All right, yeah. this caption, oh my God, it says, sup birds, come on, bitch, clap back at me for two minutes. My own party, smartest one. Very good. Very, such you're such classy famous person you piece of shit i finally said it shay i'm only human what can i say fuck you <laughs> that's pretty spirits somebody yeah somebody said could somebody do the lord's work and find out what this is all about <laughs> oh again Top priority prayers right now. That's what we need. Like the sending them away. Cause taking me out. Cause the thing is, what we got to deal with is if she's okay and she's doing this. That's what we got to deal with. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, she's perfectly fine. It's like, yeah. oh, now, now what? You know, where do we go from here? Yeah. Also, oh my God, these that picture that she posted. That is so crazy. How Jamie? Lynn, oh, it's Jamie Lynn. Oh. What you say, Jamie? Jamie Lee. Lee. Spears. Whatever. Jamie, and I'm like, yeah, Jamie Lynn looks like shit. Like, she is crazy because I think she's closer to age to us. Um, Are we actually the same she age? She's older than us. By oh, a she's bit. old. Oh, yeah, yeah. She, You're right. She is a little bit old. Yep. She, oh, just a year older than us. Uh-huh. Um, but she looks terrible. <laughs> she looks so bad. And it's crazy because I used to think she was so freaking pretty. Same, but she looked like um. I don't like ugly. Yeah, she looks terrible. That's so crazy to me. Like as a sister, like you supposed to have your. It was. It say this ain't no beauty contest, and she just. I'm like it sure ain't. Cause if it was, you ain't winning. Some siblings just ain't nice. That's all I got to say. That is so crazy to me as a sibling to just be like so. You should have beat your parents' ass. Yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy. You should have beat your parents' ass. Like, first of all, never mind. I'm not going to say what I was going to say, but. But send the prayers to Brittany. Exactly. We're going to keep an eye out. More more yeah. to come. Exactly. More to come. Um. All right. So Cardi B is warning against ass shots, okay? She is saying that it's not all it's cracked up to be. And I'm sure this is nuanced. So, take it with a grain of salt. 
But she went on Instagram Live and she said that she got, she made the decision to remove the majority of her her butt injections and she cautioned her fans that the procedure can be dangerous. She said, in August, I got surgery and I removed 95% of my, you know, whatever it's called. If you don't know what it is, it's an ass shot. And she was saying that um, she like she had silicone illegally injected in her butt in a basement apartment in New York City for eight hundred dollars back oh in twenty eighteen. And she explained that the woman who performed the procedure ended up going to jail when a customer died on her table. Oh my god! Oh, she said, "I'm going to say if." This say is that if you're young, if you're 19, 20, 21, and sometimes you're too skinny and you're like, oh my God, I don't have enough fat to put in my ass and you result in an ass shot, don't do it. <sighs> She's, and they, they were saying the safest way to get to perform a BBL is by injecting fat into the Botox. From, sorry, I said the Botox, the butt. <laughs> um, that's from another <laughs> body, not by injecting silicone or another substance. So again, it's not saying that a BBL in itself is wrong. It's saying that getting silicone in your ass, getting it done the wrong way, it comes with risk. And to just think about it in general and think about your body, think about your health, all those things, which I'm just like, thank, thank you. Somebody is saying it because like, I really do feel like, I mean, I don't have the bug and I'm happy. I don't have the bug where like, I just accepted the body I get, I got. And there have been times in my life where I have been shaped like a refrigerator and I was like, you know what? That's okay. I got other things, right? I never really felt, I just was like, if I can't work out and make anything change, then that's just the body that I'm going to have and that's fine. But I understand that the, your body's, mean different things to different people for different reasons is that especially if you're a dancer especially if you're a dancer especially if you don't feel like feminine because mm-hmm. of your body especially yeah. if people comment about it very often mm-hmm. and like even since was just admitting like she got ass shots and i was just like she always talked about you know i'm sensitive about having no booty having no bite like clearly she really was sensitive about that and yeah. people feel like this is something that like if i get this this is gonna make me happy and again back to personal decisions that's that's a personal decision it should be respected but get it done right don't ever get so like hyped up about getting something something to the point where you're you're willing to go get it for $800 like it's going to always remain true that if you're going to get a medical procedure get it from a medical professional I don't mm-hmm. care about how much money you don't have then you just don't get it it's not worth your life it's just not worth your life it's not worth getting something that could be super painful later that could kill you just because you want to appeal to something that in most cases relates back to the male gaze I'm sorry it just- exactly because like it's like you just don't know the mentality of like like being in the because like to be honest, like having a flat ass in a club, especially in a city such as high volume as New York, um, that's like your money. Like you like either I get these ass shots for $800 or like I can't like I'm gonna have a hard time making my rent because, you know, hell, you know, I don't really got you know, something to shake. And I like, maybe I don't feel that confident. Cause like, honestly, I feel like in those types of 
environments, they not looking at your face. Like, let's be clear. Mm-hmm. Um, so she probably was like, damn, like I need, and also she probably didn't think that she would be who she is now. She probably like, oh, I'm a dance for like, she probably thought she was going to be retiring. Like, you know, about now being a dancer, like, you know, still doing club shit. She probably didn't think her life was going to turn around like this. So she was like, no, you know, whatever. Like, I'm going to get the air shots, but I'm glad that she is saying something because it means a lot for somebody for her, like who has a big voice. Cause I know that, um, you were following somebody body by Jen, right? Mm -hmm. Who got hers removed, but she is again, a niche audience. Like I know who she is. Iman knows who she is. If you like are into fitness and stuff like that, you know who she is. But Cardi B is like a global star. And like, again, the same thing with K Michelle, like she's very niche audience. Like if you black and like your mom, like watching love and hip hop, like, you know, (laughs) who K Michelle is, but Cardi B is a household name. Everybody knows who she is. So her saying something is like a very big deal because often when she speaks, and says stuff people often listen so it's a very big deal that she's saying that and like more people are starting to come out and say things like even though some people thought the video was annoying but the girl said that she had was it um, borderline personality disorder so I'm like I mean of course she gonna act like this she said that she got her body done because one time and I'm like being a woman or like being femme this really be like this really happens. She said she saw him like one picture of this girl who had like a fat butt, one picture, and she could not stop thinking about it. And so she got surgery to kind of look like the girl. And I'm like, that's an extreme case, but also granted she has worked on personality disorder, but there is times where like, I've seen um a guy that I had a crush on like a picture of some girl and I'm like oh my god Mm -hmm. like I just feel like every day I'm like oh my gosh this is who you like I will never look like it's just like you feel like everything's just being like oh my gosh everything's against me um I felt like I mean I don't feel like that now it's like I feel like that on a lighter scale now it's just like But before, I used to be like, everything's, the world is ending. So she got her body done to, excuse me, look like this girl. And, like, the thing with when you get the one where they remove fat from a certain part of your body um, and they put it into your butt, when you gain weight, that part is going to get bigger. Mm -hmm. So your butt is going to get bigger. If you gain, like, your stomach will remain flat Wherever you got the fat taken out of, it will remain flat, but your butt will keep on getting bigger. And she said that it keeps on getting bigger. Mm. Um, And that's one. And she was like, it was really painful. Like, I hated it. And like, to somebody who didn't know she got that position, I'm like, oh, she looks great. But she was like, it was painful. And also, she was like, he ended up with a girl who looked nothing like the girl in the picture that he liked nothing at all and like for also i saw the guy and i'm like ugh, like women we just gotta we yeah, gotta believe yeah. in ourselves we we really do i'm like circling back to you know the scissor gate like as women mm-hmm. we need to believe that we are the prize because i saw this guy and i was like even without the surgery her face like she was bad yeah and yeah. the guy was not he looked like somebody that i would definitely block and 
the girl he was with was somebody that she was wearing like a big sweater, like a knitted hat. Like you couldn't even see what her body looked like. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, that's what it happens. It never fails. It never fails. But I'm definitely glad that Cardi says something because when she speaks, people listen. Period. So girls, fems, listen, you know, tune in. Exactly. We watch just gotta... how you get it done. Not saying don't get it. That's not exactly. what we're saying. Just watch how you get it done and get it done safely. It's is really more so about just caring about people. That's what it's about. Like they exactly. don't want nothing to happen to anybody. Extensive research. Like you should be researching it down. Mm-hmm. Like, you know? Exactly. Exactly. All right. So let's And let's... speaking of down. <laughs> let's get into the second place another segue <laughs> for us um so we just want to talk about so in short emancipation came out you know will smith um i love will smith so like honestly will smith could be playing a cheeseburger and i'm gonna be like let me tune in like let, let's she's, see what's up she's not lying i'm really obsessed with will smith have been always will be and this is not a knock to will smith because i mean emancipation was a bit different um and it was definitely like some lessons to be learned from it but at the end of the day i just don't want to see another slave movie right i just feel like that is a part of our history that is, it just seems like it, it, it's like, in some ways, I just want to honor our ancestors because like, when you think about like some of the things that have happened back in slavery, it is very much a representation of some of the things that we're still affected by. Mm-hmm. The way they separated us, uh, like they really strategically separated the man from the family plays a large role in like, mm-hmm. you know, how you know, men got to be pushed out of the house in order for women to get like some of the, or for families to get some of the things that they need, like, mm-hmm. um, like, you know, welfare services and stuff like that. Like it always had to be no man around. And then that leads to like broken households and things like that. Uh, colorism alive and well, a lot of that is a global issue, but in the U S it really, really was like perpetuated mm-hmm. through like slavery um just like the lack of resources that we have now perpetuated by slavery the um prison industrial complex uh replacement for slavery like it's by our it's, zip codes uh, redline all the things that have snowed like our history matters so it's like i don't make light of slavery i'm not saying like oh, i'm tired of hearing about slavery simply because i don't think it matters anymore but because it's like enough with the trauma like it's so many other black stories that have not it's just like i think the more nuances i learn about blackness every day the more resentful i get towards like hollywood for never for making us believe that we don't have any other stories to tell besides those stories from like these these eras and i think it's all for the white gaze like it's all for them it's all for them for them to understand us and it's just like when will we give up trying to let them people will never understand you they don't want to understand you and for the people who watch movies like that and go wow slavery was bad they're gonna go right back to their fucking little white life they're not gonna pay you any mind why do we keep pushing these out like it's in some ways empowering but in some ways it's like unless it's like on some shit like Django and honestly we don't even need another Django I don't want to see it 
Yeah, because at a certain point, it becomes like, is this educational or is it exploitative? Like, it be like, it be crossing those type of lines. And also, like, I can't imagine, like, as a black actor, like, you like, oh, it's either, you know, what I'm gonna do. Like, you know, you know what's coming. The, somebody gonna pitch me a slave movie. Like, having to deal with that, like, you know, constantly thinking about, like, you know, when's my next slave movie pitch coming up? Like, I, yeah. I can only imagine. It's like um, your rights to passage. Like, think of every big actor, actress you know. They, gonna, they have played a slave at least one time. It's like, if they didn't play a slave, they've played, like, um, a civil rights like person done wrong. Like think about mm-hmm. every um famous black actor or actress. That's you. They have. It's like they gotta play. Uh, like I'm thinking Will Smith, Jamie Fox, Denzel Washington, Morgan Freeman, um, Kerry Washington, like so uh, Lupita Nyong'o. All the respected people gotta play a slave. Samuel Jackson before they like at, at some point in their career. It's like I'm sorry. Like, it's not that I'm an official actress or anything, but hell would have to freeze over for me to play a slave. It's, it gets, it's a burnout. And also, like, you sometimes have to question the integrity, the mind frame of the people who are writing this stuff, who directing this stuff. It's just like, hmm. Like, you know, why are you doing this? Like, and also, like, when people do those type of movies, they be like, yup, this is definitely a shoo-in for an Oscar, baby. Like, it's coming. Mm-hmm. It's just like the same thing people do um, about when, um, you know, able-bodied actors play somebody with a disability. They're like, mm, there's no way we losing, baby. We coming heavy. Like, you know, we ranking, we getting them Oscars up. Um, it's just like, it's like, are you really doing this? Like, because you care or is it because you lack ideas and you like, I know what I could do. I can like rework the story of a slave or like we rework a story that was about a slave and like make it my own and like things like that. It just becomes just so much. And I feel like no other race has this many movies, like no other not group marginalized group yes no other marginalized group has this many movies about like the thing that made them marginalized like i feel like it's enough already like it's just so repetitive it's like like, come on we were tired of it 10 years ago now i'm just like how is how is this shit still being greenlit like that's how I feel. It's just it's like it it make, it puts me in a position where I'm like, yo, we gotta create something. Like if you right now, if you're a writer, if you're a creator of any sort, it's like, please, please like, make can something we get else. Some chuckle. Like please I want to make laugh. something else. Like it, it's I just like we key never key. get movies like Bridesmaid. Like we never get movie get movies like that. It's just like we why can't we talk? Like there's so much dynamics there's so many different dynamics that take place in the black community we are not a monolith like i meet a different type of black person all the time and it's just like okay cool but i can't even put you in a box you're that unique you know or it's just like you know why do it have to be from three three different genres right it's either like the um civil rights movement 
sad story, slavery sad story, or um like they take it to Africa and they do like a hotel Rwanda or a blood diamond and it's just like some sympathetic movie about like Africa in this way that paints the whole continent in this like sympathetic way. And I'm just like, come on, it really perpetuates ignorance. And it's just, it's just like, they know what will sell. They know what will sell because it's just like, oh, we know for a fact that this formula works. But we also seen through movies like Black Panther and Avatar that if you, if you provide somebody with something they never have seen before, it'll be even more successful than the formula. If you actually like leverage original ideas. Exactly. Exactly. And like, the thing is like, all right, like, you know, there's a few, I feel like there is a very far and few movies that we have that are like, like Iman said, like a bridesmaid. Like, I feel like pump that shit out. Like, if you want to pump girls, anything like pump that, it out. yeah, like pump that shit out. Like, do stuff like that. Like, it's just like, like black coming of age stories. Like, yeah. being a teenager. Feel, yeah, exactly. Like, it's no reason why Moonlight should be the only... Th- and again, that's another thing. Like, when we have movies like that, like Moonlight, like when we um have stories where it's um about um gay couples who are black, it's like, why y'all gotta throw in a white? you know, partner. Like, why can't it just be, like, us loving on each other? Like, it's always got to be some type of, like, circumstance or or a... a or certain type of blah, 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 blah. Like, it's always got to be something like that. It's like, come Can we on. just get a beautiful story? It's always some trauma. And I'm just like, I'm tired of blackness and trauma being, like, hand in hand because yes. there's so much more to our story. Exactly. And I'm glad you said it because it, like, sparks at me. So I did, so everybody know that I do, like, a movie watch thing, like, themes. Like, right now I'm doing a holiday one. And, like, sorry, I've been slacking on it, you know life but anyway um i do like a theme one and so for january um cut is coming of age day i think it's january 10th it's like a holiday in um japan Mm. i thought that was a really cool holiday i'm like holy shit like coming of age that's so cool and one of my favorite genres of movies are coming of age film so i'm like i'm going to watch 31 coming of age films in january um, to commemorate the holiday, um, you know, coming of age day. I watched this movie. It's an A24 movie, uh, um, Alexa, um, girl from Euphoria. But anyway, <laughs> you yeah. know, Maddie. Um, she, cause I always forget if it's like Alexa, Alexis, but Demi know. or something like, yeah. Yes, mm-hmm. a- Alexa Demi. She was in the movie. So I'm like, cool. And then like, it's a black guy in the movie and it's a coming of age film. It's A24. Where can it go wrong? Mm-hmm. Well, I'll tell you. <laughs> I'm watching the movie and I wanted to go into the movie with like not knowing that much about it. The trailer made it look like it was like a beautiful movie. A high schoolers, like, you know, they in love, senior high schoolers, they're in love, but you know, they have some problems. Did not know the problem was uh, domestic violence. Mm. Um, the movie's called Wave. Um, sorry, like spoilers ahead. I'm watching it. It starts out good. I'm like, oh my gosh, this is so cool. A black guy. He's an athlete. He's in high school. They have a nice big home. Like he's great in school. Like it just started off really cool. I'm like, oh my gosh, this is like, whoa, this is so cool. And then like we get to the second act. Do you get to the second act in a movie? Um, 
him and his girlfriend, their relationship is falling apart. She's pregnant. He's like really good at sports and like he cannot have this baby. And like she goes to get abortion. She's crying. She don't want to do it. He's mad. They're fighting. Um, And then she gets out of the car and it's bad. Again, spoiler alert ahead. They um are at a party. Well, she's at a party. Alexa Demi, um, and they get into a fight, a real big fight. He's drunk because he's doing real bad in school now. He's angry. Um, he's starting to become an alcoholic. They go to a party. They arguing at the party. They get into a fight. He hits her. She dies. Huh? Now, right? I'm like, yo, what the fuck just happened? He goes to prison. Then the at the end of the movie is about his sister, like dealing with being still going to the school and being the sister of this brother who, you know, killed his girlfriend. What? What the fuck happened? What about Clueless? Can we go back to that? Like, can we literally? Just have a, and I look it up. To, it don't have to end in murder. Nobody exactly. gotta die all the time. I'm right. I'm watching the movie. I'm like the dialogue. I'm like, yes, I'm loving this. Look at it. Is written by a white man. Oh yeah, and they be living a whole fantasies, Tarant- Quentin Tarantino, like all that. I just was so sick because I was so excited to watch the movie, and everything the way it happened, it was like you cannot predict this. Like, but he started getting ra- like I thought the most he would do was like you know it was is a domestic violence thing. She raises up against it like you know whatever he tries to change his ways and something like something like that. But like the domestic violence like you know thing like you know she could be pregnant and it still could be okay. Like you know it could still be okay. But yeah, it went from zero to one hundred, and what made it worse is that she was. Latina, like mm-hmm. a non-black Latina. So it's even worse. Like I was so excited. I'm like, oh my God, they look like a cute couple. Like I was so excited. And the movie's called Wave. And I was so excited about it. And I'm just like, this is just like again, like it, you know, I just said, like, why can't we go back to like coolest? Yeah, it don't have to be that. It's just a look. Just let go of the stereotypes is essentially exactly. Where we're it heading. was so hurt. Like not to be dramatic, like I was actually like hurt like watching that movie. I yeah, was really because hurt. it's just like like again, people when people say representation matters, I know that it says so often that we lose the meaning of that, but representation matters because we all are living siloed realities. And when we see something on the big screen, that reminds us that it's a shared experience. You know, in some ways it can like a death, like in like how Will Smith died in the end of I Am Legend. It doesn't, it wasn't the best ending, but it made sense for the movie. And it was a representation of freedom for him because of all the isolation he was living in. But when we see things on screen, like it, it says something to us. If as black people, as people of color, as brown people, all we see is slavery and domestic violence and death and civil rights exhaustion. And then we have to face things in our life, too, that tells us that's all we are as black people is is just struggle. And like I'm so tired of it. We do have moments of joy. And I've been trying to like push in every space. Like, can we talk about 
other aspects of blackness. I don't give a shit about this right now. I can't take any more of it. And it's like, I, I just, I gave emancipation a chance, but I, I'm just, I was just like, bro, come on. Like, it just didn't inspire me in the way that I know he thought and whoever else was part of it thought it might have. Because like, you know, we all, we all need to hear about what our ancestors been through. Not really. It's to the point where when I Google books, I like black books that aren't about like growing up in the deep South. She faced, I don't want, that's like, I'm not going to say I don't experience race things every single day, but most days, like I really just be chilling with my girlfriends, my family, buying like new body products. Like, can we, that's why I love girlfriends so much. It was about black women, but it wasn't about blackness. You know what I mean? Exactly. Like it's, it's so tiring seeing that like the struggle, the struggle, like it just and that shit that's like rise up out the ashes, like that type shit. I'm like, this is a whole nother generation. Like, I'm sorry. <laughs> like that's not how we get motivated, like shit like that. Like that's not like we like the computer age, like, you know, millennials, Gen Z, like we that shit don't really move us like that. Like, I'm sorry. Like, that's for like old heads who didn't know that like like what's being inspiring for me is like oh my gosh like look at this stripper who like you know became an instagram like you know sensation now or even insecure look at Issa, who went yeah, from working at like that, that shitty nonprofit to like getting her own business started working, exactly fi- you know finding things out it's just like let's all let let cinema and let media like catch up to where we are like let it catch up Mm-hmm. Cause it's not there. It's really not. Mm-hmm. And like, it's just this is definitely something I'm passionate about. Cause I'm just be thinking about that sometimes. Like I really thought I'm like this is a movie I'm probably gonna watch again. Like it just that shit was turb, y'all. Like I was so upset. Like I was so I really was sitting here watching. Like what the? Fu-? I think I actually said that. I was mm-hmm. like, are you kidding me? Yeah. Murder. Child. At a party where. At a predominantly white high school, Child. were you one? Where he's like one of the him and his sister are like two of the only black people, and you really can't even blame the actors because they just gotta get paid. I mean, you can blame Will Smith because he can he can he can choose, <laughs> but like you know, like actors who are not on that scale, they need work. You know, it's exactly, and sometimes people explain stuff when you somebody that's passionate about your work and you can see like the bigger picture. And especially when you younger, sometimes people can talk to you in ways that they're like, okay, I see the story. I see how this could be. Because like, I could see as a black man, you like, you know, this black man, his story need to be told because like, you know, X, Y, Z, blah, blah, blah. He deserves a voice, blah, 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 blah. Like, I could see how some people could get wrapped up into that type of stuff. So like, you know, I said, like, you don't want to blame like, you know, the actors and stuff. I mean, the, every that always is case by case basis. But like in this situation with like the A24 movie, like it's an indie studio. It's like, you think it's like passionate, like stuff like that. And I could see how people could get like, you know, tingled up in it. But I'm just like, yo, we got to do better. But um, better. absolutely moving on, like, let's just end the stereotypes in conclusion. Um, getting into common senses, we wanted to talk about unconventional relationships, right? And what has this has been kind of part of my mind for a really long time because I feel like 
this has been on my mind for a really long time because I feel like the way some people talk about relationships is as if like everybody's following the same rules, you know? And I think up until recently, most people were following the same rules, right? Everybody Mm -hmm. had a partner, them and that partner were like just, you know, together and there were no other people as part of their relationship. It was just like very set and fixed and traditional, um, but now nothing really is traditional anymore. Um, like, and that's not necessarily a bad thing, but like sex isn't necessarily traditional for people like, uh, you know, gender identity and how that relates to relationships, uh, isn't as uh, like what, what we have been told is quote unquote normal and rules for relationships is like on a case by case basis, meaning that you can no longer assume that like everybody is in this like monogamous situation. Even if you decide that that's for you, it's not saying that traditions are bad. It's just saying you can't assume that everybody is, you know, honoring that same tradition. Mm-hmm. So this conversation really, really is like on top, like top of mind for us because of the Diddy and Carisha news. So if you don't know, Diddy had recently, he got another child. Diddy is a whore, essentially. Um, and he's a whore. Um, and this, you know, random woman, like not Carisha, not the 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 Asian woman uh, Carisha was arguing with. I don't know. Her, I don't remember her name, but it was like this, like... It was like this Asian like video vixen. Do you remember? Yes, I remember. Yeah, so they was like going back and forth. So it wasn't even these two. It was like some other just super random like attractive woman like added to the mix. And she had a baby named Love Sean Combs over the weekend. Congrats. Um, Things seem to be good. Um, And somehow academics decided to go on. With his big tubby self talking about how like Carisha is a side, uh, side chick and you know blah, blah blah. So she went crazy on him. Santana went nuts on him. Diddy had to hop in the mix and just be like, hey, so like mind your business. This is not my side chick. This is you know my shorty shorty wop. Um, <laughs> child, this is my this is my shorty wop. Not my side chick, you know? So he had to clarify some things. But yet, even though he clarified things, people are still like, Carisha is the side chick. She just want this. She just want that. She just want... And like, obviously, I love Young Miami. Sabria loved Young Miami. This is a Young Miami stand, stand account. Like, we love her. But it's just like, on top of that, people are going to always make it like women can't be an active participant in something. They're going to always make it as if you too dumb to know what's happening to you. Like you don't want it. Like get it through your thick skulls. There are some women who really, really don't care about exclusivity. There are some people they who really don't, don't mean some anything. Days, some days I'll be like, hmm. I know people. I know, like, I have been meeting more and more people who have been honest with me about, like, their, like, need to be open, their need to be open. And it's like, even though it's not my needs to be open, like, it's actually my needs to be closed because that's the type (laughs) of... (laughs) Sabrina, shut up. (laughs) Can you please shut the fuck up? Really, though, I need to be closed. 
I need, because that's my personality. Like containment is my personality. Like we need to contain this. I'm like that with my friendships, with my family, with my relationships. And that's my human need that I'm addressing. I'm not going to feel pressure from everybody else. Like, you know, tapping into their needs to say, oh, well, now I need to change mine. I'm going to be true to mine. But then on the flip side, like there are other people who are like, like I met somebody who's married and this person was like, yes, I'm married, but I love to, I love to go on dates. And there are going to be some people that say, what? You go on dates with your wife? How are you going to tell us if that's what this person needs, if that's what this person's partner is okay with, then that is what's like, they get to have a successful relationship because they're sticking to their personal rules and yeah, you're like, not a you part of the add situ- to it what are you gonna add besides a useless <laughs> shitty opinion like what are you gonna add you got nothing to add baby like what are you saying like yeah and so also like the the crazy thing is like y'all think that i feel like what young miami rap about she really live it mm-hmm. and i feel like a lot of people don't be they don't they talk like that but they can't back it up mm-hmm. so to see that a woman can really stand in that and be like that really be shocking people and sometimes it'd be making them mad a lot of times it'd be making them mad because mm-hmm. they're like oh, oh my heavens like how could you do that and i'm just like well some people built different people really be built different they really do be built different. And like, I actually was talking to somebody about that because um, a person was telling me how like they got friends who really bought that life. Like they going to get flued out. They going to have all these, them, them women are stronger than the fucking Marines. Okay. Because to be emotional, to understand the rules and really live by it is, is, is different. Like, again, it's one thing to be like, oh, I don't care, but to actively like my, if you are an egotistical person or you really don't understand the game, you won't naturally be upset when you have all this fun during the weekend and then you could you get dropped off back home on Monday, right? You have to actually not give a fuck and be like, well, I got mine. I'm moving on. <clears throat> I know pe- I know people like that. Like again, yeah. in real life, I'm related to somebody like that. <laughs> Who don't give a fuck. Like who just don't care. So I'm just like for you to be like. Nope. She young Miami is definitely mad. It's just like you're projecting how you would feel. If you were in that situation. But think about it. You never will be in that situation. One, two. The nigga that would have you feeling like that. Amazon warehouse. So I understand. Call center ass nigga. Like you thinking small. I'm gonna be honest. If a nigga was like the, like billionaire type, I'm not e- I'm not even blowing smoke. I would not care. Like because mm-hmm. I'm literally in my mind, I'm thinking about oh my god, I could complete my dog collection. Like I could do <laughs> like I'm just thinking about stuff like that. And honestly, I would be fine because I would be like I understand that this is what this is, and after I'm done building my doll collection getting my wigs we can split like i would just be i would be i wouldn't care i wouldn't care yeah yeah and like the thing is i know i run the risk of caring i know i run the risk of caring and that's why i said my life needs to be closed but what i don't do it like i feel like 
I have met people who thought that my mindset was restrictive, right? Like they've been like, you know, when dating, there was someone who was like trying to convince me to be uh like explore like that polyamorous life. And I straight up said, like, that's not for me. And they were just like, you know, like you two tradition. It's like it's Ooh, not for sorry. me. It's not for me. I don't I want to be a motherfucking sister wife, especially to your ass. Yeah, your regular the way you're ass. Doing it is I don't want to do it to nobody. Like even if it's Diddy, because I am just a attention hog like that. I can't be I can't have nobody else's attention going anywhere else. And it don't really matter who feel which way about it that's how I am these are my needs this is what I need to have but if you're a person who knows that like I will never be able to commit to just one person like I might have this person I love in this way but it's gonna always be one part of me that be honest in it because guess what people who lie about that are cheaters you know People who lie about that end up cheating. They end up sneaking doing it. So just be honest about your needs. There's going to be somebody that like goes along with it, even if you're not Diddy status. But I think the main thing is to not judge other folks. And another thing is that like there are sometimes like, okay, say you see somebody on the app, but you saw that they married. Before you start the rumor that they are, you know, cheating, maybe that's an agreement. <laughs> yeah, because maybe it's an agreement. I mind my business, but it's some people that I know damn well. Oh, me too. I know damn well some people, but that's the people I know. know. That's the yeah, people I you know. You be knowing the ones that you be like, come on now, Sherman, get off of here. <laughs> come on, Herbert, get off of here. But you know, I'm not talking about the the niggas you know in real life that's just literally sneaking around. I'm talking about <laughs> how like you ever you ever like like don't know nobody for real for real. All you know is who their partner is. Yes. If if it's like that, you really don't know. You yeah. really just don't know. But if it's like your friend's man, then it's like, hold on. Hold on. Now, I know damn well the rules of y'all relationship. <laughs> and it ain't this. You're breaking the rules. <laughs> and I'm going to tell. <laughs> yes, I am. I'm going to tell. Ooh. It's already screenshotted, actually. <laughs> I'm you, sending a message. <laughs> what Olivia Pope say? It's handled. <laughs> it's handled. I'll put sunglasses on and walk away. <laughs> Like, let's be real. But yeah, some people you don't know. And no. like, like for instance, some guy, I remember I was talking to him. I'm like, yeah, whatever. He was like, yeah, you would be good for my girlfriend. I said, whoa, 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 whoa. Take it whoa. easy. Come on, take it easy. Well, y'all, you trying to recruit me? Like, I I don't have a problem. Like, that's when I get like, mm, like you trying to recruit me. And I that's didn't even weird. consent That's weird. That's very yeah. weird. The lack of consent is what really, really gets it. And but I think you gotta be a fool to think <laughs> that Carisha is like just like la 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 la. I'm like, she not y'all. Like she not one of them. She really not one of them. They have the fun. They have the fun and that's all that matters. It's just like why make somebody else to be stupid and weak when reality, like she could be getting fed grapes uh, and getting her feet rubbed by another she don't nigga even as we give, She don't even give stupid and weak. Like, what are y'all talking about? Y'all just so used to being around your loser ass moms. Oh, sorry. <laughs> loser. <laughs> <laughs> moms be like a loser they moms suck it's just like you know what Leroy did her wrong 20 years ago 
And now you, it's like you ever seen that TikTok where that girl was like, uh, the woman who make um, serving men uh, her whole personality. <laughs> And she was like, it was like for Thanksgiving, it's like, you're not, what, you're not a cook no greens as a woman? So what you do besides lay on your back? Like, that's like, it be moms like that that be teaching them like as a lady. And that's like, you're not going to have any fun. You're not going to have any fun exactly. if you think like that. My thing is like, if you set your own rules based on your own values. Set mm-hmm. your own rules. Like, that's what I have been, like, trying to challenge myself to do. When I think about my romantic life, let me think about what I want. I don't want to think about Beyonce. I don't want to think about Jay-Z. I don't want to think about Carisha or Diddy. I don't want to think about Rihanna, ASAP Rocky. While there might be some elements of other people's relationship that inspires you in a sense that like, oh, I love that Beyonce can be this super big and successful woman while still being married with children. Like, I mean, shit, you can find that inspiration from any working mom in your life, you know? Mm-hmm. But like, yeah, things like that are okay to pull, but to don't try to mimic and don't try to necessarily understand. The only thing you have to understand is the shit you're in because that's that's all that happens. And it's just, I just, I just really hate it. I really hate it real bad that people always make it like women can never have no control. And it's something I feel like I've been fighting my whole life. Like anytime I make a decision that's like mildly like strong, people think I'm faking. I hate that. Yeah. They're like, you're just trying to be like a man. It's like, just because I'm being strong. What? Exactly. Because like, I know my limits. Like I, in all reality, when like, when things come, like when it comes that time, to clink it down, like I'm like, oh, I'm gonna clink it down, cause like even right now, I'm like, hmm, thirty. I'm like, I need to be serious, but I'm like, huh. do you? Do I want? Oh yeah, I'm like, do I though? And I'm like, you gotta do what feels right for you, cause like, say somebody like, I want to marry right now, and I'm out in the streets like be crazy, cause I'm like, I don't want this. I'm not like, ready. Yeah. I'm not ready. I'm not ready. <laughs> or like, say I want to do that poly, um. <laughs> that polyamorous situation i would be like fucking scissor i just killed my boyfriend <laughs> like i really would be on that type of lollipop ass time because <laughs> i would be doing something that's like not aligned with what i want like i think we all deserve what we want as long as what we want isn't taboo or deviance in any way right because you gotta be very careful saying we all deserve what you want in 20 in, in this day and age but um yeah i just feel like Everyone, cool your fucking jets, you know? <laughs> let women uh, create their own narrative. Let people in general decide who they want to be and how their relationship is. And if it's untraditional and it's not bothering nobody, if people want to have a apartment with different rooms, it's okay to say, oh, I don't think that that's for me. But that's really cool for them because, like, that's what a conversation is. But as far as, like, accusing somebody of not loving themselves or you just accepting whatever that man give, it's like give women a little bit more credit for than that. Exactly, because like at first I was like, no, different rooms. But now I'm starting to think about it, and I'm thinking about my interests and stuff. I'm like, you know what? Maybe it's not that bad. Not that bad. Oh my God. Especially the nights that I eat gluten. Please. Yeah, I just I be <laughs> feeling like there are some times where I just don't want to hear a single voice. Like I just want to watch Selling Sunset. That's it. 
Exactly. You want to be in your type of silence, like your t- just mindless behavior. You like, you know what? We could have a room together. Then we could have our separate rooms where we could just be like. And that's why people could be creating things like man case and or in my aunt's case, a diva den. You know, people <laughs> create things like that so that they can find like peace even in a household. It's like anything you got to do to make some, your connection work, do it. Exactly. So yeah, in, in conclusion, leave her alone. Stop bullying her, making her seem like she's stupid and, and don't know what she's doing. That's a grown woman. Right? Please. Um, anyway, that's it. That's this episode of Black Girl Brunch. I hope you enjoyed it. I sure did. Um, make Thanks. sure you follow us on the socials. You can follow us on Instagram, Black Girl Brunch. You can follow us on, excuse me, you can follow us on Twitter. <laughs> I could not talk. I'm so tired. Follow us on Twitter at BLK Girl Brunch. You can follow me on Instagram at Imamate. You can follow me on Twitter at It's Mate and Sabria. And you can find me at frankenfem underscore on Twitter and it's frankenfem on Instagram. And thank you so much to everybody who like uh is, became a patron on Patreon. We really do appreciate y'all. And there are so many people who just really enjoy the exclusive content. So shout out to all our patrons. Um, shout out to the people leaving reviews. I recently um, checked them out. They're growing and I love that. Thank you all so much for the support. Thank you all for the people who are like, you know, tagging us on their um Spotify. Uh, was it rap? Um that's just it's just also amazing um we love y'all so 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 much so that's it for this week's episode bye peace